Welcome to Talk is Sheep, the official podcast of the Wild Sheep Society of British Columbia. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Come along with us as we take conversations that matter to you into the high alpine. We have partnered with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab to help get you in shape and mentally stronger. Whether you're a veteran hunter or just starting out, the Mountain Tough app will take you to the next level. We personally train using the Mountain Tough programs and we believe in it so much that we want to give you six weeks for free using code SHEEPBC. That's S-H-E-E-P-B-C. Check out Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. You won't be disappointed. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Talk is Sheep. We are live, and uh, today's a really cool podcast. I'm really excited about this. Uh, the Wild Sheep Foundation, Wild Sheep Society BC has had an opportunity to work together on a uh, an exciting new film, and uh, we're going to be debuting it here very shortly, and I, I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, I've had the opportunity to be involved on the periphery with this, but uh, we've got the two heavy lifters in the room today with uh, Renee Thornton, chair of the Women Hunt uh, Program through the Wild Sheep Foundation, and uh, Rebecca Peters, chair of the Women Shaping Conservation through the Wild Sheep Society BC and uh, we've got a special guest today as well. We're joined by President and CEO of the Wild Sheep Foundation, Gray Thornton, who um, obviously was a big part of this as well. So welcome all of you to the Talk of Sheep podcast. Great to have you on. Great to be on. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you for having me. Great. Well, you know, there's lots to talk about today, but really the, the main focus for us is uh, the new film Beyond Bonds. And I think before we even sort of dive into the film itself, um, I think it might be just prudent to, to touch a little bit about um, who each of you are, sort of your involvement in in the film on a very high level capacity, um, and uh, and sort of you know where you fell into um, uh, making this film and 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 how it came about. So let's start off with you, Renee, and you can talk a little bit about uh, um, your involvement, the Women Hunt program, and we'll go from there. Sure thing. Thanks. Um, well. Briefly, um, my involvement in the film was um, Rebecca and Colin Peters approached uh, me and Gray to, with this concept to make the film. Um, and um, it, you know, from my perspective, the genesis was um, the creation of Women Hunt uh, several years ago through Wild Sheep Foundation led to a great cadre of women who came through our program in the first year in 2021, and Rebecca was one of the inaugural members. And um, one of the things that we pride ourselves uh, with Women Hunt is uh, giving back. We instill these principles of giving back, and Rebecca came back to British Columbia and uh, really quickly started formulating, I think, in her mind, or maybe she was even doing it before, I don't know, but um, this concept of creating uh, a women shaping conservation under the society. And um, so my involvement was, um, uh, as I understand from Rebecca back in that call so many months ago, um, that she, you know, envisioned this opportunity to um, continue to give back uh, to Women Hunt um, with this concept of um, inviting me to hunt black bear with her in British Columbia in an area that she and her husband are very familiar with and have hunted frequently and um, introduced me to a new way of hunting black bear and uh, mentoring me, um, which was, a I thought, such a great uh, flip to um, uh, mentor the 
mentor. And, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, so essentially, my, my participation and role there was as the, as the shooter, as the hunter, uh, being mentored by somebody that I had mentored. Um, and, um, you know, there's a lot of themes in this film, I'm sure we'll talk about over the next hour, but I uh, ultimately uh, really embraced this concept of women coming together to support one another and, um, and, and close that circle of giving. That's uh, awesome, Renee. Um, very, very cool. And I, I, there's so many things I'm looking forward to diving into on that whole, um, everything you talked about there. Uh, before we do that, though, let's let's touch base sort of from your perspective, Rebecca, and sort of your involvement and uh, and uh, touch maybe a little bit on on sort of where this concept came from, where where it uh, where its roots are. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah. So just to kind of touch base just a little bit on what Renee said as well, when I was part of the Women Hunt program back in 2020, 2021, it ignited a spark in me. I, I wanted to have something like that in here in BC where we could help women in conservation and hunting. And um, I was so inspired and empowered by that program that uh, we here in BC came up with a program called the Women Shaping Conservation Program. And um, I just really fell hard into all of it because I really felt that part of the Wild Sheep Foundation's Women Hunt Program is giving back. And I think it's such an important part of it all um, is learning to be of service and giving back. And so I, I just, you know, threw myself into this Um, the next year after the Women Hunt program and, um, you know, how Beyond Bonds kind of came to be, um, you know, about a year after the program is we were sitting around uh, my kitchen table. I was hosting a lunch uh, before doing a Women Shaping Conservation event, which I had asked Renee to come and speak at this event. It was our first event and we were all really excited about it. Um, And we were chatting about predator hunting and someone mentioned, hey, why don't why don't you guys do a bear film? Um, And Kyle, I think it was you, but I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. But so you kind of gave us that idea. And, and, you know, we thought that that would be a really, really good idea, you know, showcasing women um, in the hunting and predator space. Um, it was also very relevant to me too, because that was my first hunting experience with my husband. Um, and so I was familiar with bears um, and, and hunting in the areas that my husband and I hunted in. And it was actually my, my first uh, harvest as well. Um, but primarily I wanted to give back in another way where we could continue to inspire and empower women to get out into the hunting space, you know, to care about conservation. And I really felt strongly about collaborating with Renee, the the Wild Sheep Foundation Women Hunt Program. And so that's kind of how um, that started um, from there. Awesome, Rebecca. So, uh, you know, Gray, we look at the Women Hunt Program, and this has been incredibly successful. It's done so well, uh, f- I think far beyond any expectation that I had for the program. Renee, you've done a phenomenal job on it. But Greg, can you maybe kind of go back into the early days, the genesis of Women Hunt and, and the program and, and how it came about and 
um, and how we got to where we are today, just kind of in a nutshell, more so from an organizational perspective. I'll let Renee talk to the Women Hunt program specifically, but from an organizational perspective, if you could touch on that for us, please. Yeah, you bet, Kyle, and, uh, and, and thank you for the opportunity. Um, you know, part of our part of Wild Sheep Foundation's mission is education um, and, in, and engaging um, various demographics in that in that education. And you know, just a you know interesting and you know funny story, and it could be a podcast in itself. Um, but you know, Renee is a an, a, a late onset hunter, as am I. Um, and she had met a couple of uh, the Wild Sheep Foundation staff at a. Wild Sheep Society, or actually, no, I'm sorry, it was at a uh, Alberta, WSF Alberta event. Uh, then I know she was involved in Wild Sheep Society BC as well. But long and short, she uh, she likes to fly fish up in uh, northwest uh, Montana. She's an Alberta girl, and uh, she was going to be doing her annual fly fishing trip, and she contacted Kevin Hurley, our vice president of conservation, and said, hey, I'm going to be in uh, northwest Mont- Montana. I see you guys have a... Uh, an open house coming up uh, in July, you know, can I come down? Can I volunteer? Is it going to be worthwhile? So Kevin invited her down. And long story short, um, she met our then chair of the board of directors, uh, Brett Jefferson. And uh, Brett and Renee were uh, downtown uh, Bozeman uh, kind of after, I think, the um, – after the event, or maybe before the uh, before the the open house, and and Renee was sharing with Brett her story, um, you know, kind of her journey of how a a single woman, uh, non hunter who is interested in hunting, uh, would like to uh, get involved in this community, and and you know it was a choice. I mean, she. Uh, she had a, you know, it's it's her story. I'll certainly let her wax poetic on it, but um, you know, one of the primary reasons, and and I look at Rebecca, you know, one of the primary reasons I know Rebecca hunts is to know where their protein comes from and source their protein from a um, sustainable, uh, ethical, and healthy uh, source, um, wild game. So, you know, that was, that was part of Renee's journey. And she shared that journey with Brett and Brett called me and said, Hey man, you gotta, you gotta hear this gal's story. And so, uh, Renee and I met and I heard her story and I thought, man, this is compelling. And Brett said, you know, we should really start a program. You know, we've got a youth education program. We've got a number of outreach programs, but you know, we, we don't have a, an outreach program to bring women into the conservation and hunting uh, community. Um, so the, the genesis was actually Renee's story and, and Brett saying, let's do it. And as chair, he could. So he established at that point, they called it the Women in Hunting Initiative or WEHE. And it, and it kind of morphed from there. Um, and then uh, long and short, um, Renee and I have a very, very close friend uh, down in Texas, a guy named Tim Fallon. He is the founder and owner of FTW Ranch, and uh, he was embarking on a new training program. They do precision rifle. They do a lot with the militaries uh, around the world, Canadian, U.S., Israeli, and the like on on. Uh, bottom line sniper training, but they also provide uh, hunter training. And that was really the genesis of, of their uh, sportsman's all-weather, all-terrain uh, marksmanship program, or SAM. Well, they came out with a program, uh, a new hunter program. And, and 
you know, Kyle, you and I have chatted about this uh, for many, many years, you know, and over a cold beer or, a, a, you know, a whiskey of, you know, how do we get more hunters into the field and into our space? And, and it is a challenge, you know, and, and it's even more challenging for a woman um, to, to get into this game. Well, long and short, um, FTW and their SAM program came up with a new hunter course, um, Tim invited Renee and I to come down and take a peek at it and see, um, number one, how the course ran and then give any feedback. And it was a superb soup to nuts, uh, training program. And Renee envisioned that, Hey, this is a way, uh, that we can really kick off this women in hunting. And then it morphed into a little, little shorter term women hunt, um, program where they would actually host. 12 um, new women hunters from throughout North America uh, and bring them down to this course. And, um, you know, as, as Renee uh, spoke, Rebecca was in the inaugural 2021 class, which was just an exceptional group of diverse uh, women from a variety of livelihoods, a variety of backgrounds, variety of ages, uh, a variety of ethnicities. I mean, it's just incredible. And uh, now uh, year three of that particular program, which is just one facet of Woman Hunt, um, there's now 36 women that have participated in the program. And as Renee and Rebecca pointed out, a huge uh, component of that is giving back. And um, the Women Hunt program now has 36 ambassadors who, in their way, uh, in each unique way, are giving back to other women. Um, and as, you know, Renee and Rebecca both pointed out, what was so cool is Rebecca's vision was, you know, building, uh, a similar program through, um, Wild Sheep Society of BC called Women Shaping Conservation. So, you know, there's a, a, a somewhat short version of it. There's a lot more to it, but, um, you know, it's an, an extremely important component of the Wild Sheep Foundation now. Um, the support for it is universal uh, from uh, very unique donors. Uh, our, our slew of uh, usual suspects and great supporters of Wild Sheep Foundation joined right in very, very quickly. Uh, but what amazes me, um, Kyle, is, you know, we now have support from Namibia in Africa, um, from, from women that have not, and donors and outfitters that, that haven't really been as engaged in Wild Sheep Foundation for a variety of reasons. Maybe they're an elk outfitter. Um, but now, because they see this program and the opportunity to create certainly new sheep hunters, but most important, to create new hunter conservationists. So the support is uh, phenomenal. Uh, the program continues to grow and, um, you know, of, uh, as CEO, obviously I'm proud of the program, but I'm extremely proud of Renee and, uh, who is now my wife, but that's a different story. So anyway, there you go. Oh, fantastic. Great. I think we could do a podcast on that very last subject too. That, no. <laughs> that, that itself, um, <laughs> um, uh, all joking aside. So. Let's talk a little bit about, so you've talked about women hunt and the new hunter course and, and the 36 ambassadors you have, Renee, but uh, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, this is kind of a, 
you guys have done a, an amazing job uh, in terms of articulating what Women Hunt is. Uh, the content you produce is obviously always to the highest level, which is expected from the foundation, so very consistent with the theme there. But I know that you pay particular attention to that, Renee. So uh, this is kind of a, a new, I guess, leaf, if you will, the film Beyond Bonds uh, for Women Hunt, and certainly for Women Shaping Conservation as well. So um, maybe if you could just touch a little bit about the importance of this film, sort of what you guys were hoping to achieve and some of the goals that you had in mind with creating this product and, and sort of the genesis behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I could just add something before I dive into that that's related. You know, we talked about how Gray just did a deep dive into the, you know, the genesis in the course, but that course is just one aspect of the journey for the women that we bring through, you know, and the second part is the mentorship. And I'm mentioning that because it, it ties in directly to the film beyond bonds. And, um, and then the, the third prong of course is giving back, which also ties into the, uh, the film as well. And, you know, uh, as Gray briefly mentioned, all, all the women are, are out and about doing things to give back. And I just wanted to reiterate that one of the things that we like to reinforce is giving back to the Wild Sheep Foundation and its chapters and affiliates, because the chapters and affiliates play a big role in supporting the women when they go through the course through helping off offset the costs to um, helping to find a mentor for the women when they come out of the course so that they're not just out there um, without any support afterward. So I just wanted to acknowledge that, you know, that the, the foundation and the chapters and affiliates are obviously in addition to our generous sponsors and donors are so critical to the women's journeys. And, and this all, I believe, ties into um, the film. Um, and, you know, every woman is doing something different for giving back. And Rebecca's approach to starting Women Shaping Conservation is so exciting. And so, you know, for the film, the film for me represents so many different things. It captures many different things, and it's a vehicle for a lot of different things. And I'm delighted that um, it can be a tool for... Um, uh, uh, for the society and women shaping conservation to move forward uh, your vision and what you want to accomplish for British Columbia residents and the women who live there, their families, their husbands, everybody, you know, um, and the whole conservation piece. Um, and equally for Women Hunt and the Wild Sheep Foundation, um, it's such a great story for us to share um, you know, not just within our community, but beyond. And the film, I mean, we talk about, it's just lovely when you watch it, I think, to see uh, what a great job the filmmakers did over the course of the six days we spent together taking, I don't know how many hours of footage and images and, and, and finding all these threads and themes that, you know, I think we knew and we did talk about some of them, but some of them to me, reveal themselves in the most organic way in this film. And, and they're themes that transcend every hunter's experience or any person really who is in the outdoors um, um, who might have or seeking fellowship and mentorship, um, the bond that women have. Um, you know, I, 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 I could talk about this for 30 minutes just myself. So, you know, I, um, I, Kyle, I, I think I'm straying a bit here. Did you want me to uh, talk specifically about something or? Yeah, no, I think just keep rolling with it, Renee. This okay. is exactly this, you know, the reason. Yeah. And, and some of the, you know, you, what I really want to dive into at some point, and you can do this now, is, is 
you know, some of these themes that did take away because it's one thing to go on a film, but it's another thing to go on a film or to go on a hunt, but then to film it on top of it. Right. And I think that, and I'm curious to have that because I know it's bloody stressful. I, I know what it's like just carrying a camera around in the woods. It's difficult. And I can't imagine having someone there in your face for six days straight. So yeah, dive right in, please. Okay. Um, yeah, well, you bring up a good point. That was a new experience for me. I'd never been filmed before, and um, uh, that that was a huge a huge learning curve. But I do want to say that you know Rebecca and Colin um, did an absolutely yeoman's job at um, pulling this together. You know, uh, all of the coordination and planning, um, the camp, the logistics, all the logistics of setting up the camp, and um, you know they carried that above and beyond everything else that we were you know we were all involved in. So. You know, that really needs to be acknowledged, um, the effort that went into that. And, um, you know, the, the, the piece around the filming was a really interesting uh, journey for me, that's for sure. You know, the, the filmmakers were great. Uh, Tash and Jesse were uh, very easy to work with. And they, uh, you know, Tash did a great job. He was the one who did, you know, the, uh, the actual filming, um, Jesse was taking still images. And so we were miked and it was Jesse who could hear us all the time. And he had this big talk with Rebecca and I, before we got started about how, you know, from the time the mic goes on to the time it comes off at the end of the day, he can hear us at all times. And, and it's really an interesting, uh, impact to my psychology, uh, it, it, it took some getting used to, that's for sure. And But, you know, what was great is that as we saw some of the early cuts of the film and caught ourselves or saw on film that we were, I was, I'll just speak for myself, suddenly, occasionally using an off-color word or um, mumbling something or whatever. And it, it was a good illustration to, to, uh, for me to realize that as self-conscious as I was through that, at some point I clearly got used to it and I wasn't thinking about the fact that Tash could hear everything I was saying anymore. <laughs> that was really cute, uh, you know, curious, but <laughs> I don't know. I think Rebecca, like you had some similar feelings, I think. Yeah. You know, you've, you've, the last couple of minutes of you talking is really well said, Renee, like a really good articulation of kind of what was happening out there in our bear hunt. Um, you know, and and I, I echo everything you say, but one thing that actually came to my mind, you know, being filmed um, brings up its own pressures when you're hunting. It adds a little bit more pressure to the to the hunt, and it's mostly just our like our own individual expectations. And so, I was concerned. <laughs> this is going to sound funny. I can't believe I'm sharing this, but I was concerned if what do I need? Like, what about when I need to go to the washroom? Like the mic's on, you guys are going to hear me. And like, I was, that was actually one of my main concerns. And Jesse's like, oh my goodness, Rebecca, it's, it's okay. You can turn off your mic and then nobody will hear you. And I was like, oh, okay, great. I'm good to go. Like, let's go. I just, it was my only concern. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Remember that now. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, oh, so you know, and that was another thing, Kyle, is even just getting used to uh, Tash following the two of us everywhere. And there's this camera right here at all times. And um, 
Uh, and I, I certainly felt a high level of self-consciousness in the beginning. You know, I almost felt like I had to try to act and they kept course correcting me. Just be natural. Don't look at us and just, just do your thing. And, and, um, you know, I mean, that was an adjustment for sure too was, um, and you're right, Rebecca, you're bang on for me. It certainly added a different level of pressure to, you know, to the experience that I don't think I fully realized would happen, you know, so that, that was interesting. And then, you know, another thing too, um, you just, by mentioning that, Rebecca, you reminded me that I had a, a whole other um, level of pressure, Kyle, where um, everybody, not everybody, uh, four of us, I think, Rebecca, had tags. Me as a non-resident, and then yourself and Colin, and who am I forgetting? Somebody else had a tag. I'm not sure if one of either Jesse or Tash, maybe. Tiffany. Oh, Tiffany, Tiffany. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and um, and uh, without even realizing, I I had started to put all this pressure on myself to be successful quickly so that other other hunters had an opportunity, and um, and I didn't realize I was even it was a subconscious thought and a subconscious uh, level of pressure I had put on myself, and I think I don't remember exactly on which day I suddenly uh, realized that that was happening, but I. Sh- you know, we talked about it, Rebecca, and we, um, and uh, the, Rebecca did a great job of, of, um, you know, um, help, you know, reminding, it basically just uh, alleviating that pressure for me by, te- you know, by telling me no, the, it's just a bonus if anybody else can, and not to, and to try to try to remove that um, sense of urgency. Yeah, Renee, that was a great pressure being, you know being the first to get to hunt and have an opportunity to see a bear and shoot a bear if that was to happen. And it, you did a really great job at recognizing that. And I think that you were able to work through that as quickly as possible and just get into enjoying the hunt and enjoying those days and, you know, alleviating that pressure from yourself that, you know, this hunt was going to work out the way it was going to work out, right? And um, I think that you did a good job at at realizing that because that was your pressure. And then, you know, I had my own pressures. And on this hunt, we both had different pressures and we both had different roles. And, um, you know, when we have our, I know for myself, when I put those expectations on myself, you know, I kind of was detaching from what the big picture of everything looked like. And I I feel like over the days too, I was able to let go of the pressures that I was feeling and be more involved in the hunt and not thinking about being filmed or listened to. And there was like way more enjoyment in that. But I don't think that's a lot what a lot of people talk about when they talk about bear films, like there is a, a, a big pressure there. And it's, I definitely noticed it. And you know, maybe it gets easier as you go into doing more films. I'm, I'm not sure, but um, definitely experience. Let's just touch a little bit on the fact that you guys were bear hunting. So it's an interesting choice. So I talked a little bit early on about what were some of the goals. And, and so, you know, obviously awareness of the two programs uh, is important. Clearly, um, you know, obviously uh, a film that involves women where they're the two central characters, that's fed, there's a lot of great themes there. But uh, it's interesting that a bear hunt was chosen, which can sometimes be, you know, it's a controversial issue, right? Some people really struggle with predators and understanding bear hunting. 
Um, we, you know, there's the whole anti side of things. Uh, talk a little bit about the significance of the bear hunt and the importance in the film, as opposed to maybe an because you could have come up and done a, a hunt in BC for elk or deer or or some other species, Renee. So maybe just if the two of you don't mind touching a little bit on the predator aspect of it and the importance of that in the film. And I know Renee, you're super passionate about predators. At, uh, on any given day. So um, I'm sure you can run with this one a little bit for us. Sure. Well, I mean, I think one of the neat things about Rebecca and I is we share a few things in common about in our hunting journey. And one of them is that both of our first uh, harvests were black bear. And, um, and you know, we've discussed it before. Um, that's not a typical first hunt. Um Although I, I would argue that it is a pretty neat first hunt um, and pretty accessible, but that's a different conversation. But, you know, we, we definitely share that in common and we, um, you know, we, and we, we both share a passion for predator hunting and bear hunting. And we both love to eat bear meat and utilize the bear. Um, and we like to talk about that because it is so misunderstood you know, for the entire concept is so misunderstood. Um, and people, even hunters who either hunt bear or don't hunt bear, uh, I hear from both um, a shock when they learn that we like to eat bear meat and utilize other parts of the bear in, in cooking. And so, you know, the, I think the, for myself, I, I, I'm not, I don't want to speak for Rebecca, but I think it was such a perfect fit and I think it made such great sense because it was the big genesis of both of our journeys as hunters individually. And then um, it it was a beautiful hunt for us to do together, um, you know, to tie in all those other things we've already been talking about uh, and we'll continue to talk about, about our programs and what this film uh, discusses and explores and reveals. And, um, you know, so for myself, it it made perfect sense. Yeah, absolutely, Renee. And I, another thing we kind of had in common or similar ideas was, you know, we wanted to encourage the average woman. And I and I hate to have like a label on somebody or or you know title anybody, but the average woman to like step outside and just start exploring hunting in the conservation space. And you know, I also felt that it was important in the film to recognize um, the style of bear hunting that we were doing um, and that anybody at any physical fitness level can do this type of hunt. And when I hear from non-hunters, uh, specifically females, uh, friends, they have two issues, being out alone in nature or being in nature by themselves. And I don't have the ability to do that. I'm not very fit or I don't go to the gym all the time or you know, whatever it may be. And in the film, you know, we, we used a truck, we used a side by side an ATV, we hiked, we walked, you know, we would climb into cut block areas, and you can take your time, you don't have to run up these hills or run down them. Um, so I think that's really important um, piece for me too, as well as is, is inspiring them, encouraging them to just go out into the unknown and, and take take those steps, regardless of what how confident you feel in, in those two aspects. And, um, you know, um, this type of hunting, uh, in my opinion, um, there is a little bit of a sense of security. And some people might say, oh my goodness, being around bears is not secure. But, you know, so if being in the wild is something 
that um, you may have some fear around, you know, just knowing that you have a vehicle to go into or a wall tent to sleep in, um, you know, um, it can help someone get through those fears that they, they, they may have about being out in nature or remote areas. So I think that a bear hunt would be a really great first hunt for, for someone who is a new hunter. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. And, you know, um, when you were talking about like the area, Rebecca and accessibility, you know, my first bear hunt, uh, was in Northern Alberta, spot and stock, very different terrain. This was also spot and stock. Um, and it was so fun to, uh, uh, hunt bear in such a different environment. And Rebecca mentioned the cut block and I had never, ever na navigated a cut block before. And I did, I really took my time and they were super patient with me, but you know, here I was hiking with, uh, um, you know, a woman who's like super fit and she and her husband are basically mountain goats. And, uh, and I, you know, I had to, you know, plod my way through, but it was a great thing that I learned that Rebecca helped, helped me learn. She teached me a whole bunch of techniques to use when we were going up and down in the cut block. And, um, and, you know, so I learned, I, I love learning new things. So it was great to have a whole different way of doing it that morning. Um, I'm not going to say I loved it. It was pretty uncomfortable, but you know, <laughs> we did it and it was a great spot where we sat waiting for the sun to rise. But, um, yeah, I agree. Bear hunting is um, so much fun in so many ways, especially if you can really appreciate the environment you're in and the, and especially if you have the opportunity to see bear, which we saw so many bear over our days of hunting and to watch their behaviors and their interactions. They're, I mean, they're just lovely animals to observe. And um, I, I, there's so much about bear hunting that I love and I just, it was perfect 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 type of hunted for us to do so, it really was oh sorry kyle go ahead <laughs> no i was just curious renee so you know you talked about how you were an adult onset hunter but now a pretty experienced hunter by all accounts you've you've done a lot of hunting what was the experience like coming to to bc a new environment um, not having hunted you know like this before and then on top of it sort of you know you talked about the mentor being the mentee, uh, what was that experience like for you personally? Yeah, well, you know, coming to British Columbia to hunt was awesome for me as a Canadian and an Albertan, uh, former Albertan. And um, so, you know, it was fun to just kind of uh, learn how the process of how to be a, a hunter in British Columbia as a citizen of Canada, but a resident of the United States and what I needed to do to satisfy all my legal requirements. Um, and, uh, and then to be able to just come home to Canada to the beautiful province of British Columbia into this absolutely spectacular area um, that the Peters love so much and be introduced to it and experience it. That was all phenomenal. I was delighted, delighted to be hunting back home in Canada. And um, yeah, you're talking about mentorship. You know, it's, um, it's really interesting. Um, so our program, Women Hunt, like I mentioned, the second prong is the mentorship and working with the chapters and affiliates to help find mentors for, for the women. And some of them already have somebody in mind, and Rebecca did in her case. Um, and, um, and, and that, that's a, you know, that per works perfectly. Um, but the other thing, too, is, um, you know, Rebecca, um, a short while after coming out of the course, had um, called me up one day and asked me if I would 
be interested in mentoring her, like one-on-one providing mentorship to her. And, um, I, and I was so touched that she asked me and I was so, um, pleased to do that. And, um, and so we entered like a formal mentorship, uh, relationship. And, um, over the course of about a year or so, or a little over a year, um, you know, we had regular calls and, and, and that, that journey, it was so much fun for me as a mentor to, um, help Rebecca where she asked for it or needed it. Um, and, and, and see the, um, you know, the seed of her idea, uh, start to take some root and flower. I know I'm being kind of, you know, allegorical right now, but anyway, um, you know, uh, and start to blossom and grow was uh, really fulfilling for me. I love the giving back portion of women hunt. I just love it. It's my favorite part of all of it. And, um, and it was such a pleasure to mentor Rebecca and watch that growth. And I, you know, I'm, um, I'm so excited to see what Women Shaping Conservation is going to do in BC for women and beyond, you know, and I always like, love collaborating with the society, as you know, Kyle, and, and with you, Rebecca, on, on uh, Women Shaping Conservation. And, uh, and so for Rebecca to have invited me to hunt with her in the reverse role where I became the mentee uh, was really exciting for me. I, I actually was like, won't this be fun? I get to, I get to just, you know, learn and, and, be, and have somebody guide me, but not be a guide. you know, but (laughs) help me on this hunt, um, and teach me, um, and, um, uh, and expose me to so many new things about this area and this style of hunting bear. Um, and, uh, you know, it, we had talked briefly, um, and my recollection anyway, Rebecca, about how it, you know, there, there might be a, a squishy adjustment there when we, when we reverse the role and, uh, you know, and it's just part, part of, uh, life when, when, when a mentor becomes a mentee and a mentee becomes a mentor and, um, and, uh, and, and that shifts. So for, I loved it. It was great for me. You know, I, I, uh, I kind of enjoyed sitting back and waiting for direction. Honestly, it was, it was really nice change. It, it was very different. Um, and you know, you're always going to be my mentor. I just, I really want to say that. Um, and I really appreciated you giving your time, um, to allow me to talk to you about the things that I had no idea what I was talking about or that I needed direction in. And it, it definitely helped me to grow and to, to shape, um, you know, my experiences in in ways that I never thought that they could be. Um, to be really honest, I I knew that after the program, if I didn't take what I learned, if I if I didn't take what I learned from the program, if I didn't get into mentorship, and if I didn't start giving back right away, that I felt that over time that that might that excitement might slip away, and so I forced myself in a good way to just throw myself into all of these situations that I had never done before and and know that i'm gonna make mistakes along the way like i told myself you're gonna make mistakes along the way when you're doing this rebecca and that's okay but just keep going forward and and learning and asking questions and you know i just i'm so grateful for that i really really look up to yourself and gray the foundation of women hunt because that allowed me the the confidence 
to move forward and, you know, being proactive in my own community, um, which allowed me to also continue to give back and be of service, you know, to the Wild Sheep Society of BC for women shaping conservation, for my friends, for my family, um, and for women who, you know, love the outdoors and want to learn more. So, um, yeah, we've we've done uh, we've had a lot of great times together too. Uh, a lot of laughs on this film. I just I just no one said this yet because we were kind of you know picking certain questions and stuff. But man, did we have a good time? We had lots of laughs, lots of conversations. I mean, we came together as a group, the the film crew, and then the five of us really really well. I mean, it, it couldn't have been um, a better time with with anybody else. So. Yeah, and on that note, Rebecca, um, Kyle, um, you're aware that we involved another alumna from 2021, and that was Brandy Love from Alberta. And uh, that first year, we had 10 Americans and two Canadians, and that was Rebecca and Brandy. And um, and the three of us, maybe because we're Canadians, I'm not really sure, but we've all formed a really good close friendship. And, um, and it was really natural to invite Brandy to come along and be part of the hunt with us. Um, you know, she, she came to observe and she had never been on a bear or had she been on a bear hunt, Rebecca, at that point? I don't think she had. I'm, I don't think so. No. Yeah. And so I'm not certain. Yeah. You just twigged that for me, Rebecca, when you mentioned lots of laugh, because Brandy Love is hilarious. And she, <laughs> she was, um, uh, she provided lots of laughs during this film, that's for sure. <laughs> so oh, ab- film, absolutely. Yeah. The, the film itself, um, can we could dive a little deeper into that? I know that, so this is going to be shown um, soon, and we'll talk about that shortly. But what can you share? What can't you share? Um, let's touch a little bit on that and sort of, uh, you know, what, what the film looks like, I guess. What can people expect that are going to come and check this out? Well, <laughs> I think people can expect to see a great story, um, uh, s- some beautiful scenery, um, really great exploration of relationships not just the relationships between the women but everybody involved in the hunt um they're going to see a lot of bears and a (laughs) lot of grizzly bears and that was wild kyle you know and and it was four full days of hunting and in that four days we saw 25 or 26 bears and 20 of them were unique grizzly bears which, you know, seemed excessively high to me, but I don't know the area, but the Peters told us that that is not normal, that that was a really high number to see in such a collapsed period of time. So people will see lots of bears and bear encounters. Yeah, and these grizzlies um, in this area are not timid. They're very curious. They'll come by you very closely and specifically in this area, I think, yeah, I think there was 20 grizzlies and six or seven um, black bears. And last year when Colin and I were in this area, I think in we were hunting within four or five days, the same amount of time, we saw, I think, nine grizzlies. So you can see the difference in from last year to this year. Maybe it was a particular year, um, I'm not sure. 
but I can tell you this, they are intimidating and they are beautiful at the same time, but um, they're definitely curious and they're definitely not afraid to get close. So we came across um, some really close calls um, at times where we were unsure um, exactly what uh, the Grizzlies were gonna do. But uh, of course we're safe and sound and, and nothing happened, but it is something for people to be aware of. Um, you know, um, grizzlies can charge. They can they can charge and they can do, they're very powerful creatures and they'll go about their business the way that they want to. For sure. And, and some of the other things, Kyle, too, in the film that, you know, I really love, um, that people I think will love too, is uh, not only are we explain, exploring the relationship side of things, the com- camaraderie amongst uh, people who love the outdoors, love hunting. Um, we also, you know, um, we spend time exploring how you, you know, cooking the game. Right. So we each decided to bring a wild game meat to camp. Um, we also met a gentleman there that was doing some fishing in the lake. And so one night we had, I made elk burgers. Um, Renee and Gray brought uh, pronghorn. Uh, a gentleman fishing there, he had, uh, I think it was trout, am I correct on yeah, that? Yeah, rainbow trout. I sometimes, okay, yeah, rainbow trout. Um, what did Tiffany bring? I can't remember. She had uh, um, some type of deer meat. Access deer. We were out in remote areas, but we were eating like kings and queens. And it was so awesome to have that variety of different different meats and um you know, which is really, for me, is really important. I love game meat and, you know, fish and all that kind of stuff. You know, Kyle, if I, if I can add something from kind of a, a, a little different perspective, because, you know, Colin and I, in, in many ways, um, were able to be observers. And, you know, where, and Renee pointed this out, I mean, Colin and Rebecca, the logistics that they, they did to put this together, um, was, you know, was just, you know, phenomenal and exceptional. Um, but you know, the, I mean, the, the, the camps, the, you know, getting everything organized and, and, you know, this was, this was a, a unique opportunity. And I think it's important to point out that British Columbia has this, um, that they, as part of a way to introduce new hunters to, um, you know, our, our pursuit is they have something called a permit to accompany. And so this was not a guided hunt. This was, and because Renee is a Canadian citizen, this worked, that uh, Rebecca could apply for this permit and, and she could, you know, mentor, as, as she said, and Renee has said, Renee in this hunt. And, and you know, Colin and I were, were really there as, as just support roles. Um, you know, we... You know, this was a personally paid for hunt. The Peters and the Thorntons covered that. You know, this is you know we're we're not in the not in the game of of paid hunts. So we're you know we were uh, we we covered our expenses and then and then we reached out to to our friends in the in the industry to to help sponsor the film, um, and we and we got exceptional support. Um, you know, Mystery Ranch jumped in, Kennetrek jumped in, FTW Ranch jumped in as a sponsor, Silvercore and Tiffany and her husband jumped in as a as a financial sponsor. And then and then we had in-kind sponsors. Um Sitka Gear uh provided some gear for the for the ladies. But you know, it was really um 
it was really incredible to to you know you know with with Colin and Rebecca you know leading the the charge and the logistics, but then once we got camp set up, you know it was kind of as Renee's point. It was Rebecca's game. You know it was it was her. You know we we looked to her as our leader. You know we looked to her as. Okay, Rebecca, what's you know what's your thought? And and you know, I mean, both uh, Renee and Rebecca talk about pressures, and you know, you think about the pressure now on Rebecca. You know, she you know she her husband Colin is a very very accomplished hunter. Uh, Rebecca is becoming an accomplished hunter. I've done a, a wee bit of hunting. You know, Renee uh, Renee is becoming an accomplished hunter, but Rebecca now had that on her shoulders where, you know, it was, okay, okay, Rebecca, what do we do now? And then to compound that, you throw two other men into the mix. Uh, Tash and Jesse are our producers and the filmmakers. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're all looking to Rebecca on where do we go, what do we do, and when, and she bore that on her shoulders. So it was, um, you know, it was incredible to, to witness. And I, and I think Colin and I really – you know, took to heart the fact that we were, we were there to accompany, we were there to support, but, um, you know, we were, we were there to observe. Um, and that was, you know, kind of first and foremost. And, and, I, and I think it comes out in the film. Um, you, you'll see, you'll see things that, you know, Colin and I do, but, you know, obviously we're not the, you know, the focus of the film, uh, but we were really in the background. And that was, that was, uh, I think he and I enjoyed that too. It's definitely a bit of a dichotomy, right? Because uh, generally, Gray, you're you're out in the front and sort of the focal piece, and so I, I thought that was pretty cool that 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 was the focus that the two of you, um, which is really important. Um, was there any mentorship aspect, uh, you know, in in and uh, well, and I have had the luxury of seeing the film, um, and I guess there was some where there was, you know, Rebecca was, you know, like you said, hosting. But, uh, you know, I did notice there was a part where Gray was involved there and talking about using, uh, I, I'm not going to give it away, but anyway, that there was a role for the men in there too. So do we want to touch a little bit about that? Because there were so many elements to this film, right, yeah. that I, I, I felt was really interesting. Yeah, and Kyle, that's perfect because, you know, one of the other things, you you know, people will will be able to see in the film is, um, is the, you know, the challenges when you hunt. And uh uh, and for us to have, you know, spent four days hunting really hard and seen that many bears, um, you know, um, it was uh, not without uh, some tension points for sure. And that, those are explored in the film as well. And, 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 you know, that there were times where Rebecca and I um, just needed to sound something or check something um, with, with Gray and Colin and, you know, and that's okay, right? It's part of our support, our husbands, all the men in our lives are part of our support system. And I think while the film focuses on the relationship between Rebecca and I and Brandy, um, you know, it, it, it is, it, it doesn't exclude everybody else who plays a role in, 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 in our lives and specifically on during the filming of this hunt. And so, you know, where 
I think the filmmakers did a great job of capturing where Colin and Gray uh, stepped in and played those important roles. But yeah, I will say that they absolutely. were highly respectful. You know, they we asked when we needed some help, we asked, and they were there for us, and they didn't insert themselves. They were super respectful. Absolutely, Renee. And, you know, we all had our own roles in the film, and I think everyone did an exceptional job um, based on what your role was. Um, and, you know, Gray and Colin did a really great job of just saying, hey, you know, we're here for you if you need us. They, they offered their opinions when, when we asked. And, you know, for me, that, that was really big. This was my first time, you know, mentoring someone. Um, I've relied very heavily on the mentorship from my husband. And so, you know, he has taught me many valuable lessons over the years and, you know, such as never giving up and pushing me to keep going, you know, dawn to dusk, it doesn't matter. And, you know, having a hunting routine, all of those things. And um, I, I took all of those lessons that Colin has taught me and I tried to incorporate them in my mentorship with Renee. But I can tell you there was lots of times where I was like, I really have no idea what I'm doing, you guys. Like, I, I don't know. And I just, um, for me, I just have to go and do something. And if it works, great. And if it doesn't, well, then I'm just going to pick myself back up and try again. And, you know, there was a time in the film, you know, as Colin, so when I hunt with Colin, he's he's my mentorship. He goes in first, usually. He's usually ahead of me. And there were times on this hunt where I had to slightly lead the way um, into you know, the forest or the woods or these trails. And specifically, there was a time where we knew because of all the scat that was on the ground that there was grizzlies in this area and they had their cubs with them. And, you know, it it brought some fear in me because I we have been, my husband and I have been charged by grizzlies before, so I'm very well aware of what could happen. And at that point, I, I, I just had to just put myself together and just be brave and go in and do it. And so for some people might think, well, that's not a big deal, Rebecca, you have your rifle, you know, you're, you'll be fine. But you know, the film crew didn't have a rifle. It was just me and Renee. And I felt a sense of responsibility for Renee and the crew. And, um, you know, I learned, I learned from that. I learned as a person, I learned as a hunter that I can do these things. You know, I don't need my husband to lead the way all the time, although it's nice. Um, that I'm able to, you know, do that myself. And so for me, that was a really big uh, thing. Um, it does might not sound big, but um, it definitely was a learning curve for me and one of my pressures, for sure. Yeah, and I just want to add to that, you know, it was really fun being mentored by Rebecca, because women often, and I just mean this in the best possible way, but w women will often um, have a different way of uh, teaching and then men will, it's not a good, it's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just a different, a different way. And, um, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about it before. I don't think it's any secret that sometimes women don't want to be mentored by their father or their brother or their spouse or their boyfriend or whatever, um, because of that communication f friction and, uh, and, but sometimes it works, right. Which is great. But uh, there was this moment during the filmmaking, where it was the first morning and we saw a bear very quickly. And um, uh, 
this was a new way of hunting for me, as we discussed earlier. So I was just kind of getting my bearings and trying to adjust to the new um, environment and way to hunt and stuff. And we we stopped where we were when we spotted this bear and Colin was out of the truck, like as like a shot. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, I was a little bit, it, it took me longer and, um, and, uh, you know, there, there, I, I don't, oh, I don't remember exactly what Rebecca quietly said to Colin, but I, it was just such a great illustration that, you know, a temp, on a temperament level, the way meant the way Rebecca mentored me was perfect for me. And maybe that's because, she knows me and knew um, uh, a good way to communicate with me, or maybe it's just naturally uh, we we are able to communicate that way with each other. I don't know, but uh, for whatever reason, the way Rebecca mentored me really worked well. So you know, sometimes when you you know you're you're learning a hunt or you're doing a new style of hunt or you know whatever you're working with somebody new, um, there it doesn't always click and um, and. Uh, how you're spoken to and it can it can rub you the wrong way you know I I think about my first hunt and my first hunt mentor on that bear hunt in Alberta and he was super calm and chill and and it kept me calm and chill and then I've had some opposite experiences but um, you know Rebecca was uh, for her whatever her journey was and those emotions that she was processing through all those days and those pressures w- she was very, very calm and speaking to me, which is what I respond to. And so um, it worked perfectly. Uh, she she was very similar to my first mentor in that sense. Super calm and chill, quiet, calm, um, no no pressure. So it was perfect. It's, it's actually what works for me too, Renee. I resonate with that that calmness because I do feel calm. And, and you know, not to like, shoot shots at my husband, but he gets really excited. He's got like this energy about him and it's, it's so intense. It doesn't even matter what he says. I can just feel the energy. And, but for me, I need a, like, I need just a little bit more calmness and I can, you know, otherwise I'm just like shaking and trying to figure everything out. So we did have some funny moments like that. I think I, I think I was in the the back of the truck and I said something like, Colin, let her get ready. And it was very calm and, and relaxed. So we had some really funny moments, like, and we weren't laughing at the time in these moments in the film, we, we could laugh at them later on. But at the time, you know, we were we were there to hunt. So <laughs> but Colin oh. is a comedian, man, he makes me laugh. <laughs> he, he is. He is a funny man. Yeah. He is. Yeah. <laughs> so the film now is this is this for women is it only a women's film who can come and watch this who who would you encourage is it designed for youth can anyone enjoy it oh i think this is accessible for anybody um it you know so it focuses on two women who are hunting but the themes are universal to all human beings and you know it would be no different than if it was two guys on a bear hunt i would want to watch that right um so i would suggest that um the players aren't the gender of the players isn't what's material here. Um, and it's, um, you know, it's a film that speaks to anybody. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that too, that this is a film that speaks to everyone and encourages everyone to get out and, you know, be a part of conservation and hunting. And it's, it's, it's a great, uh, a great film for that, I think. And then the added bonus, Kyle, is that, for women who may be considering entering the hunting and conservation space or may have questions about predator hunting um, or maybe just, you know, what it's like to uh, do this sort of thing in that environment, it also is a great 
a great a great film for them to watch and help um, break down some of those barriers they may have uh, consciously or subconsciously in their mind around that. And, you know, my hope is as we premiere the film um, and continue uh, premiering it in different locations and finding alternate places to share it and that we can spark more dialogue um, and engagement um, uh, for women, obviously, but for anybody. Very cool. Yeah, and I, I just want to add that it's also really important that although our programs are more focused around women, um, you know, our goal, uh, and, you know, I don't want to speak for Renee, but I'm pretty sure it is that our goal is to create awareness. And in doing so, you know, we also need men to participate and be uh, supportive and encouraging to know, you know, their aunts or uncles, your your children, uh, whoever it may be that, um, to help inspire and encourage women to, to continue on this path or start this path. So. Very cool. Great comments. So did you guys kill a bear or what? <laughs> You'll have to come and see. Yeah. Uh, so just for our listeners, we talked about this, that you have to come and see the film. We weren't going to talk about the outcome, but on that note, um, you know, for somebody that uh, is maybe a little sensitive about hunting, um, about seeing blood, uh, somebody that's a little bit sensitive about bear hunting or predator hunting, um, is it safe for them? Um, is uh, And I know I can't, it's not giving away whether you guys were successful in harvesting an animal or not, but um, is that something that, you know, oh, it's a bear hunting film, are we going to see dead bears? Um, what What's kind of, what's the message there to somebody that might want to come and watch this? You know, Kyle, I th maybe I can chat a little bit on that because it, it, it's very much in line with a, a position that our board of directors and you, uh, you were intimately aware as vice chair of the board of directors of the Wild Sheep Foundation, a position that we took this spring. And, um, you know, obviously we deep dive in some other podcasts or at other times, but, um, you know, we as the Wild Sheep Foundation you know, pride ourselves that, you know, hunting is more than the kill. Um, and sadly, and, and this is, this is us as hunters that are doing this. We've, we've often diverged from that and, and we focus on what we say it's not, you know, we say that the hunt is the, you know, the campfires, the camaraderie, the people, the cultures, the sights, the sounds, the smells, but then what do we focus in on a kill shot? And so I think uh, the Wild Sheep Foundation has taken a real strong leadership po position of bringing us back to the essence of why we hunt. Uh, and um, again, not to say uh, that there was a, a bear taken or not on this film. You're going to have to come see it to, to see it. But we did take a position in June uh, that at Wild Sheep Foundation uh, banquets and our events and films we sponsor, we're moving away from... Uh, the kill shot. Uh, we want to focus more on what we know the hunt is all about. So, um, you know, this and quite frankly, any film that you're going to see at the Wild Sheep Foundation uh, in Reno, uh, January 18th, 19th, and 20th, um, is going to be devoid of that aspect of the hunt. Uh, you'll still experience it. You'll still see the joys, the triumphs, the challenges, the you know, the failures, if you will. Um, but we're going to focus on 
the emotions and not the culmination. So, um, you know, that, that too, uh, this is, this is the first film, uh, that Wild Sheep Foundation. And, you know, and I, I, I think it's very important to, to point out that this is a, a production by, uh, collaboration of the Wild Sheep Foundation, the Wild Sheep Society of BC, Women Hunt and Women Shaping Conservation, who teamed up with generous sponsors to to produce this film. Uh, Filter Studios did an exceptional job in in telling the story of, of this hunt. Um, and and what we would like to say is more than just a hunt, uh, because that's really what this all should be. Is it, it is the story. It is the people. It's the location. It's the, the challenges, the fun, the laughter, the tears. And there's, there's a little bit of all of that in this film. And, and you're going to see it premiere at the Sheep Show in our full curl cinema. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about that uh, actually where people that want to see this, where they can come and see it. So Renee, maybe talk about Sheep Week and then we'll jump into what's happening in British Columbia after that. Yeah, perfect. Um, <clears throat> so we're really, really excited to be premiering the film at, at Sheep Week this year. Um, and uh, for people who are going to be at the show, um, we're going to be premiering it on Saturday, um, January, oh my gosh, 20th. 20th, thank you. Um, it's going to be at 12.30 in the Full Curl Cinema, which is room A6 at the Reno Sparks Convention Center. And um, uh, at, at that premiere, um, it's going to be hosted by Jana Waller from Skull Brown Chronicles and uh, Robbie Kroger of Blood Origins. And then uh, Rebecca, myself, and Brandy will be there. Um, and uh, we're going to be... Um, you know, um, available to uh, answer questions afterwards. But, you know, Jana and Robbie first are going to be leading, leading through um, uh, a discussion and a viewing of the film. Um, we're super, super excited to have them being involved. And um, it's a real privilege, actually. Jana, you know, is a, a great hunter and uh, a passionate predator hunter and in particular bear hunter um, and so and she she knows both of us uh, Rebecca and I and and uh, she's she's really really happy to be hosting this and uh, Robbie is a new friend and um, and partner um, business partner and um, also uh, such a privilege to have him be part of it but I'm excited to hear uh, what Jenna and Robbie uh, develop for this uh, premiere and uh, I you know they're pros and it's going to be I think a great great conversation with them that's uh, very exciting so somebody that wants to see this um, obviously it's a sheep week how do people get involved do you have to buy tickets um, you mentioned the time and date so that's not a problem but right. how does someone go about if they really want to see the film no it's it's entirely free people can just um, free to attend the film so you you know you um, for those who are interested, when you come to the show and you come to the uh, exposition hall, um, that's where we'll be. And um, we're, you know, there's going to be promotion of all the films that are going to be featured in the Full Curl Cinema. Um, and ours is one of many, many great films that are going to be played there over the three days. But, um, uh, you know, we know there's no, no purchase required. Just show up and come have a good time. Right on. Now, Renee, typically at uh, Sheep Week, uh, women hunt has uh, held held other events. They've held a 
panels and that sort of stuff. Is that are you holding that in addition to the film itself, or is that is this kind of the one thing that's being held? Yeah, we're doing things a little bit differently this year. So we will have for the second year we'll have our Women Hunt booth on the Expo floor, uh, manned by um, uh, women who've gone through the course with a focus on this most recent course, the 2023. Um, and then we also are um, um, leading uh, the organization and delivery of the Full Curl Cinema again, so that you'll see Women Hunt volunteers there helping. Uh, Chef Joshua Schwenke of uh, Gastronomy Outdoors um, and his delivery of culinary classes. Um, our volunteers will be working in other areas to support the foundation where uh, the staff of the Wild Sheep Foundation have identified they have need uh, for volunteer help. Uh, so you're going to see Women Hunt alumna all over the show uh, over the uh, course of the three days and in the evenings in the banquet halls. And then uh, specifically for an activity this year, our focus will be on premiering Beyond Bonds and the discussion will have there and um, I like to keep things fresh every year you know my seminars are always different every year a different approach and a different style and um, uh, so this year this is what we're going to do is um, is launch this and Kyle if I could just add a little bit on the full curl cinema uh, you, you heard us now talk about it it, it is a, a new uh, aspect and feature of the sheep show and um, we're turning uh, a seminar room, a large seminar room, into, into a theater, uh, draping it off, a 4K uh, video, uh, theater-style audio. And um, what, would, uh, what would the seminar or a cinema be without uh, popcorn? So free co- popcorn to, uh, to enjoy. Come in. If your feet are tired from running around the exhibit hall, grab a cold beverage, pop into the Full Curl Cinema, enjoy some popcorn, and see some exceptional content. Um, it'll kick off on Thursday the 18th. It goes from 10.30 to 4.30. We have six films in the Full Curl Cinema there on uh, Thursday. We've got four films on Friday from 10.30 to 3.15. And then uh, and then a big day, and that's where uh, Beyond Bonds, A Woman Hunt Story, uh, will premiere. And that's Saturday the 20th. Uh, it'll, it'll be, as Renee pointed out, 12.30 to 1.30. We have three other exceptional films. Uh, on that day, uh, one of which is is something certainly near to dear and your to your heart, uh, Kyle. Transmission will also uh, have its debut at the uh, at the Sheep Show. It's been played throughout North America to uh, wild uh, acclaim, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show it in the full curl full curl cinema as well. So, uh, great opportunity, um, new for us. We've played films at the show obviously before, but this is something a little different. We we really want to create a, a, a theater-like uh, experience for folks to see new content, and there's a great deal of new content, but uh, also some other films that you, uh, you may have seen in the past. Very exciting, Gray. Uh, Renea, on that note, uh, I do know there's a trailer for Beyond Bonds. Is there somewhere we can send people to sort of get wet their appetite and sort of get them excited about it. Um, are we able to share that in this? Uh, I think so, yeah. Um, you okay. know, Kyle, how it's about if YouTube, I... It's on YouTube, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, could that yeah. be a link okay. in the in the episode notes? You bet. We'll put that in the show notes for sure. Okay. So yeah, we'll include that for, for people to sort of get some excitement about the film and the trailer in itself is, is amazing. Um, and then for Women Hunt, if, uh, if somebody's interested in the program, if they want to get involved... 
uh, where do they go to see that, Renee? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, and yeah, like uh, uh, Gray had mentioned earlier, you know, the new Hunter course, which actually now is called um, Field to Fork, um, is just one aspect of Women Hunt, and we have some really exciting developments coming up in the in the up in the next uh, few months, shortly right after the the Sheep Week. Um, but where people can connect with us, uh, the best way to connect with us uh, is through Instagram um, and Facebook. Um, but we also have a YouTube channel and, um, on the Wild Sheep Foundation's website, um, you can navigate there, uh, wildsheepfoundation.org backslash women hunt. Or if you just want to land at the wildsheepfoundation.org, um, you can uh, navigate to women hunt, um, right there on the landing page. Um, but, uh, we have some great content on Instagram, some really fun, uh, things that get posted there. And, um, uh, we have a great social media manager and, and, uh, that's, as it gets a great way to connect with us. Awesome. Yeah. You do a phenomenal job. I enjoy watching all your content and always exciting. And I know sheep week's always an amazing time for content too. So there'll be lots of great stuff coming out. Um, Rebecca, let's segue a little bit to British Columbia. So we're going to see the film in January at Sheep Week. And if people north of the border want to come check it out, what can they do? How can they see it? Well, first, I just want to say I'm very excited about Sheep Week. That all sounds wonderful. And um, it's going to be lots of fun. So I cannot wait until the new year, even though we're still haven't gone through Christmas. The new year cannot come fast enough because I'm really excited about that. Uh, for BC, uh, Beyond Bonds, um, on February 2nd, uh, we're having a Northern fundraising event. It's called the Friday Night Kickoff, and uh, the event is in Dawson Creek. Uh, we'll be premiering uh, Beyond Bonds, and if you're interested, you can purchase tickets through the Wild Sheep Society of BC's website, um, or you can contact me directly. Um, our second event is also in February, uh, February 22nd to 24th, the Salute to Conservation and Mountain Hunting Expo. Um, we, I'm very excited about this. On the Friday, uh, the banquet dinner, we will be premiering um, Beyond Bonds. Um, so it's very exciting. And then on the Saturday, uh, February 24th, um, in one of our seminar rooms, we will be premiering and showing Beyond Bonds, um, followed by a Q&A hosted by uh, Julie McQueen. So such an honor to have her do that for us. So some some really exciting times for Women Shaping Conservation and Women Hunt in the new year here and uh, some available dates that you can um, choose to come and watch the film if you like. And Renee, you're going to be up for that, right? You're going to be part of that Q&A session as well, along with yourself, Rebecca, is that correct? Oh, right. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. So along with the uh, question and answer period, after we play uh, Beyond Bonds um, at our Salute to Conservation event, myself, Renee, and Brandy uh, will be there as well for a Q&A. Sorry, apologies on that. I missed that. No, you just you you did say it. You just didn't say who was on it. So I, I was making sure Renee's there. I'm because that's that's awesome. Always going to be a great addition to the to that to have that for sure. So, um, okay, well that's that's kind of given us an overview. Is there anything we're missing on the film Beyond Bonds, Women Hunt, Women Shaped Conservation, um, or the foundation that we need to touch base on here before we let everyone get about their day? Well, I'm, you know, once uh, once we do these premieres, you know, we've we've kind of done the teaser. We're, um, you know, slow dribble it out. But once we do these premieres, um, uh, the the 
the film um, will be on uh, the Wild Sheep Foundation YouTube channel. It'll be in the Woman Hunt YouTube channel. I know it'll be on the Wild Sheep Society of BC YouTube channel. So uh, we will we will broaden the uh, the scope of release, but uh, we want to get these these premieres and the you know that excitement uh, out first. Awesome, great sounds sounds amazing. Um, Renee, for anyone interested in women hunt, you guys have your intake for your, uh, is it field to fork now? Am I get, do I have the terminology right? right? Yeah. For field to fork. What's your intake period for that? Um, we don't have our dates set yet, Kyle. Okay. Um, but it'll be in the spring again, spring 2024. Okay. And, um, Perfect. we'll, we'll make announcements, uh, publicly online website, you know, um, and social media. Um, happy to share that with you and when, when the committee has made that decision. But we're looking forward Very to another good. another great another great year next year. Awesome. Yeah. Well, to both you ladies, thank you so much for for this fantastic film. I love it. It's uh, amazing, and I just cannot wait for to share it with the rest of the world. It's an incredible job that's been done. Uh, hats off to the foundation and our leadership at the society for supporting this film. For our great sponsors, um, just a, a great message. And like you said, it's really. This is a film for everybody, and it's very, uh, you know, there's a, a ton of storylines. There's a lot going on in there in that in the short 20-minute film it is, and uh, Filter's done an amazing job of producing it again. So really, really excited for everyone to enjoy it, and uh, I want to thank all three of you for your time today. Thank you.